This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. If you're looking to do some renovations to your home, maybe put in a new kitchen or bathroom or a completely new home, our guest this afternoon has all the answers if you want to do it right and you want to do it on budget. I'm Martin Strong, and on Vancouver Consumer, we'll talk to Graham Hugay from My House Design Build Team on how to avoid the renovation pitfalls. But first, it's a look at the consumer news headlines from the past week. Do you remember this past New Year's Eve, the BC liquor stores closed? early. It was supposed to help control the spread of COVID-19. It might have done the opposite. According to a digital advertising and security company, INEO says it actually led to a COVID crunch, meaning the same amount of people were buying booze. The trouble was they had to crowd into the stores before they closed. The company says in the hours before the 8 p.m. cutoff, foot traffic spiked by 188%. And that made it much harder to properly social distance. Another problem was that they only announced the closure the afternoon before. It has not been a great week for Donald Trump, ex-president Donald Trump. Not only did uh, very few people show up at his going away ceremony on Wednesday, he's now going back to life as a civilian businessman and business is going to be challenging. For example, because of the pandemic, revenue at his Doral Golf property, his two Washington hotels, and both his Scottish resorts are down about 40% overall. Trump's financial disclosure was released as he left office this week, and it was just the latest bad news for his financial empire after banks, real estate brokerages, and golf organizations like the PGA announced they were cutting ties with his company after the storming of the Capitol this month by his political supporters. The disclosure also showed that Trump's company owes more than 300 million bucks, all of which comes due in the next few years. And you probably didn't know that every year they pick Canada's best crossing guard. You probably also didn't know that this year Canada's favorite crossing guard is from right here in the lower mainland. Terence Pitts, the crossing guard for Latimer Road Elementary School in Surrey, has been given the honor by Parachute a national charity dedicated to injury prevention. So he shares this honor with two other crossing guards in Ontario and Newfoundland. The award recognizes crossing guards who go above and beyond their duties to keep children safe on their walks and rides to and from school. Terrence is famous for his dances at the crosswalk. He's pretty good with the hand signals. Uh, He tips his hat, he spins around. Students, teachers, and parents all say he's literally a one-man show. Sounds like you got to see him live. Pitts only started at the school two years ago, but everybody says it's not a surprise he won for being selected as Canada's favorite crossing guard. Pitts and the school will each get 500 bucks. It's Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. And coming up, it's all about renovating your home and doing it right. We will talk to Graham Hugay from My House Design Build Team. That's when Vancouver Consumer continues on CKNW right after this. Welcome back to Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. Home renovation. It can be a daunting thing, but there is nothing 
nothing more rewarding than a renovation that is done right. It adds value to your home, but even more, it improves your life. It really does. I'm Martin Strong, and right now on Vancouver Consumer, our guest is Graham Hugay from My House Design Build Team. He's with us now. Hello, Graham. How are you doing? Good afternoon, Martin. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing great. And when you're talking uh, the My House Design Build team, uh, of all the things you do, you do you know new builds of homes, you do renovations, big and small. You must make a lot of shelves because uh, you've got a lot of awards to display. Uh, and uh, we have news right now, breaking news, uh, for this, this would be the seventh year, right, for the Best Vancouver Renovator, the Georgie Award. Uh, they've just announced the finalists. You've won it for the last six years in a row, and now you've just been announced as one of the finalists, right? We're, we're really blessed in that area. We're really proud of the fact that uh, our peers in the industry through the entire province, as this is the BC Provincial Georgia Award. And so for Renovator of the Year for all of BC, yeah, we're very proud of that. Six years in a row and, and, and the finalists again this year. You know, there's a lot of uh, really great companies in the industry that are doing things right. Um, we're just proud to be named as, uh, as one of them this year again. Mm-hmm. And you're up for a, a bunch of awards, not just the Georgie. I guess the Georgie's sort of like best picture at the Oscars, right? Well, you know, the Georgie Awards are the provincial awards, and a lot of people have seen them. They actually look like an Oscar. And uh, we're finalists this year for 11 different categories within the Georgie Awards, ranging from best condo reno to best kitchen reno uh, to best renovations. Uh, and best, uh, and then they go into different types of categories like high performance homes, uh, high performance renovated homes, or certified homes. And so we've, uh, we're really pleased to to find out that we are nominated or a finalist for eleven different awards this year. Yeah. So if you go to uh, the website myhousedesignbuild.com, you can see the whole team, and uh, a bunch of them are holding the awards. And uh, we're going to talk about all that stuff, all the sexy stuff like kitchen renovations, all those things, and uh, high performance homes. Uh, but first, we should talk about these webinars you have coming up on Thursday. This is uh, January 28th at 7 p.m. It's home improvement and renovations. And then a week from Thursday, February 4th, it's high performance renovations and custom homes. So let's talk about this Thursday's webinar, just uh, general home improvements and renovations. And I'm sure you're talking a lot about those uh, sexy kitchen renovations. Well, yeah, it's a great opportunity. In fact, you know, COVID has given us new opportunities in ways we can discuss and and, uh, um, interact with people about their projects. And so next Thursday, 7 o'clock, I'm going to be doing a webinar, and people can sign up for that. It's free, but we need you to sign up so that we have the ability to send you the link. And we utilize Zoom, and it's really easy to go online and interact with us on a webinar. We're going to guide you through and talk to you about the process of how do you go about your renovations? What are the first steps? What's the second step? How do you go about planning and designing and then getting a permit? And, and then what is the construction process? And we're going to talk about small and large projects. We're going to talk about kitchens and bath a lot because 
that's what the number one thing people are calling about is I'd like to renovate my kitchen or I'd like to make it fresh and new or maybe I even want to expand it. Maybe I want to increase. Maybe I want to tie in the other rooms around it, for example, the living room or maybe the family room or the outdoor living space and making it a more functional space. And that's probably the biggest thing people ask us for is to help them make their home more functional. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's that's the thing when somebody has a kitchen. And I guess that involves often knocking down walls, uh, just making more space. Oftentimes it does, and sometimes that's scary to people. They think, oh, well, listen, you know, I don't want you to necessarily do anything structural here. And, uh, but, you know, we are a design-build company, so we have on staff, we have our architectural design, we incorporate our engineers, we make sure that everything is done properly and planned out, and we budget that accordingly, and we help people understand what the costs are to, for example, removing that wall. And oftentimes removing the wall is not the most expensive thing or part of any sort of renovation. It's the finishings that go into the room after that wall is removed for the most part. Mm-hmm. So myhousedesignbuild.com is the website. So you can go there and you can sign up for this uh, webinar on Thursday at 7 p.m. And uh, Graham Hugay will be your guide as you uh, talk about uh, renovating your home. And there's also a 15% discount on all preliminary planning feasibility phase work. And, uh, and I guess let, let's talk about that preliminary planning. What is somebody who wants to renovate their, their kitchen, for example? Say you just want to renovate the kitchen. What's the first step? What is the preliminary planning? Well, I encourage people phase? to you know, look at the, that first step that you just said. Uh, we call it feasibility, and it's really the question people are always asking. Is this feasible? Does this make sense in my budget? Can I do this? What's involved? Uh, do I need a permit? Those are all the questions and many others that need to be answered during that feasibility process. So people, when they uh, initiate with us, that's the first thing we do is we may have met or talked online or virtually through, um, uh, through FaceTime or through Zoom. But at some point, we're going to do an actual inspection of your home. Uh, we're going to talk about the areas that you're considering to renovate. We're going to look at the, the things in that room, not just the finishes, but the mechanics of that room. How's the ventilation? What's the heating like? What's the cooling like? Um, and what are perhaps, what are the windows or insulation? And just the different things uh, that go into the areas that you're considering renovating. And so that we're going to be able to give you feedback on those existing conditions. We're going to be able to give you feedback with a preliminary plan based on our discussions of what you're thinking of doing and a preliminary budget so that you actually know up front before you start getting into design and permits, uh, you know exactly where you're heading financially and it makes sense for you. So we're going to answer all of those questions right in the very beginning and that's why it's a great title called feasibility yeah and i guess that old cliche of fail to plan plan to fail has never been more uh more important than when you start a renovation you want to make sure that everything will work on your your ideas what are what are some of the pitfalls that people uh have and and other like what are some of the more pleasant surprises that people have when they come to you to talk about renovating their home Well, some people have come to us who've experienced a renovation or a building process before with somebody else, and 
sometimes there some of the pitfalls are when they haven't gone through the process properly they they their their project went way over budget or it went way over timeline um, or perhaps um, they actually had things that didn't function properly or didn't work well in the end so those are some of the pitfalls of renovations and and building as a whole uh, what we try and do is sit down with clients and guide them through a process it's a process and if they'll just take step one two three four I believe that the end they're going to feel that they had a great experience from start to start to finish and that they were in control. They they were given the proper information, they were able to make quality decisions as they went along and in the end they had they got exactly what they wanted or hopefully even better, better than their expectations. We're talking to Graham Hugay from My House Design Build team. You can see their website My House Design Build. Dot com. Uh, so what are, what are people asking for these days? What, what are the hot things that people want to do to their home? Well, I think the biggest thing is that people want to be home. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're sort of forced to be home now. And uh, I think people are really, they're, they're liking that, but they're also getting to know not only each other because <laughs> they're in close quarters, but they're getting to know their home and they're getting to realize that, you know, maybe their home isn't as functional as it could be. You know, that kitchen space, maybe apart from how it looks, maybe it doesn't, it doesn't uh, uh, work well as a family unit. It doesn't uh, flow with the rest of the home. So the biggest thing people are asking us for is to increase functionality. That might be tying their kitchen into the outdoor living. And that's another area that people are asking a lot of. Can you expand my outdoor living? Could you add maybe a covered area to my patio, to my deck? Or maybe I want to even add some additional space, an addition to the house. Um, and so people are looking for how they can make their home better, how they can function better, be warmer in the wintertime, cooler in the summer, fresh air, healthy home. And they're looking for that to be a more of a sanctuary that they can trust and spend more time in because that's what people are doing. Mm-hmm. And Graham, you probably get asked this all the time and it's probably different for everybody, but what is the, the number one thing to do to your home to make it more valuable? Well, that's, that's a great question. And every project, every home is going to have a different answer to that. Um, when people are looking to sell their home immediately, the answer to that question is going to be different than if you say, I'm planning on staying here five, ten years, or it's my forever home. So that's some of the discussion we have during feasibility is what's the purpose of this renovation? How long are you going to be staying there? Because those questions are going to surround those answers. Mm-hmm. And I guess, I guess home office is something you're hearing way more than you were hearing two years ago. Well, we're, we're hearing home office. We're also hearing flex space. We're hearing things like uh, maybe my kids are going to be doing more studying or they're going to be home more often. Um, and I want to work from home and I have to have a quiet space. I need better uh, Wi-Fi connection. I need better uh basically connectability and i want my home to be one that i can enjoy as a family but i also need to work from there absolutely people have all these different ideas going through their minds right now 
And when it comes to the My House Design Build team, uh, you take a lot of pride in in the the sort of holistic approach to a home. Uh, whether it's a, a new build, obviously that's the best place to start. But if you do a renovation, like you mentioned, Wi-Fi, for example, or or connectivity, and uh, also uh, how the the home is heated, all those kind of things. Absolutely. In fact, it's the way in which I've built our our team, our business that we have, the right people, no matter how small or how big your project is, we've got the right people to be able to get the right answers. Uh, and that includes all of the mechanics of the home. Uh, I think the, the bones of the home, the structural integrity, the uh, energy efficiency of that home, and then the mechanics of the home, the, the heating, the ventilation, the cooling, um, even right down to things like security systems and, as you mentioned, Wi-Fi. All of those things really are super important, but oftentimes they are the last things that people are thinking about, not the first things. Uh, oftentimes people come to us and they've already chosen their appliances and they haven't even looked at, you know, what the rest of their renovation is going to be or, or how the space is going to be planned. So there is a, there's a step one, two, three, and there's a process. And if they will let us, we will guide them through that and they'll have a great experience doing it. Mm-hmm. And coming up, we're going to talk about uh, uh, the next webinar you've got, which is a week from Thursday. The one There's one coming up this Thursday, and the one on the 4th of February is all about high-performance renovations and custom homes. So we're going to talk about that, but uh, just uh, for your information, for people's information, uh, the webinar this Thursday, January 28th, it starts at 7 p.m. It's all about home improvements and renovations, and uh, Graham will be there and telling you how to get started with your renovation. And you should go to myhousedesignbuild.com to sign up. You get the Zoom uh, invite and all that stuff. It's absolutely free. Uh, And it's all part of the My House Design Build team. And we're going to talk more with Graham Hugay when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this. Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong, and we're talking home renovations with the expert, Graham Hugay. My House Design Build team. You can go to myhousedesignbuild.com to sign up for their uh, webinar. We're going to talk about that in a second. But I also uh, want to mention uh, you are fully open. You, this is not all uh, online, so people can come to see you. Absolutely. So by appointment. Um, You know, we're part of essential services. We haven't uh, needed to shut down, but we needed to modify during this time. So following all safety (coughs) protocols, following all safety protocols, um, we're able to uh, come to people's homes uh, and do our inspections safely. Uh, We're able to also visit you, if you will, through FaceTime or Zoom or some other virtual connection and have an initial discussion. And at some point, uh, when needing to go through materials or go through uh, questions, yes, our office is open. We have safety barriers in place in our design rooms and sample rooms and, and boardroom for people to be able to come safely sit down in front of that plexiglass and yet we're still able to see everyone's smiling face from uh from a distance yeah and i guess when it comes down to it you're learning all these new ways of doing things online of seeing things and and uh perusing uh things but when it comes down to it occasionally and you're picking tile or something you need to see it you need to touch it 
Absolutely. So we work with our clients and we literally go shopping, if you will. A lot of times, though, we've actually been able to narrow things down for a client and bring it to our office showroom so that a client doesn't have to run all over the city to different showrooms. They come to ours. They're able to see exactly what their choices are with us because we've already narrowed it down with them and so that they don't have to do a lot of that going around to different places. But when necessary, yes, we will set up by appointment to the various wholesalers or manufacturers that we work with and bring them to that uh, location um, for a private meeting to be able to do that. For example, shopping for appliances. Uh, that's a private meeting. You're guided through the appliance store to make that that uh, those decisions and you're not in a crowded store with a bunch of people you're following safety protocols so it's a great experience yeah because uh, picking appliances uh you know it sounds like a simple process but uh it's it's kind of important to to get the feel of what what the fridge is like what the stove is like it's important well, not only that, but also to have them demonstrated or have some sort of a, a, a cooking um, understanding of how the technology works today because appliances have come a long way, and as have so many things in our home. In fact, that's one of the reasons that we will be doing a uh, seminar or webinar called High Performance Homes, talking about building technologies because they've changed a lot too. Yeah, let's let's get into that. We're talking to Graham Hugay. He's with My House Design Build Team. Uh, you can go to myhousedesignbuild.com. They have a couple of webinars coming up. We were talking about the first one that is this Thursday, January 28th at 7 p.m. It's all about home improvements and renovations. And then a week from Thursday on February 4th, it's high performance renovations and custom homes. And uh, I love that idea of a high performance home. So describe uh, not only what a high-performance home is, but the, the, the sort of philosophy that My House Design Build team has when it comes to a high-performance home. Well, you know, we've been uh, made a focus for ourselves as a company to make sure that we're consulting people on, you know, what's going to give them the best value long-term, not just short-term for their home. And the best value is that that house is going to last a long time and it's going to perform well for years and decades to come. And performance starts in terms of the building construction, the type of materials that are used, the, the envelope. We've, we've all seen numerous uh, sites where they have, uh, a, where they're repairing some older building. It's not may, maybe that old. It might be 20 years old, might be 30 years old, but the, the envelope is already failing, and they're having to redo that envelope because it wasn't done right. And, you know, so many homes that we see today um, a homeowner comes to us, a sub subdivision built home. Uh, it was built to code back then, but the building methodologies have changed a lot, the technology of how we build. So we want to make sure that they're sustainable, that they're long-term. And then when we get into how the house is energy efficiency, the best energy efficient home is one that you don't need a lot of heating or cooling, that it's built right properly in the beginning stages so that you actually don't need that. So we are actually a certified net zero renovator and a net zero builder. Uh, we will be talking about that uh, during both seminars, but primarily at the high performance one and talking about things like what is a passive home? What is a net zero home? What is a certified built green home? And those are some of the certifications that are available to show you that that builder has actually 
done those things correctly. They've met certain standards. Um, and in the case of a net zero ready or net zero home, basically that's where a home is built so energy efficient that when you offset it with something like solar power, that you can balance out the what it costs you to run the home with your solar to be net zero. And so that's an example. We've done that. In fact, we're going to have, uh, right now, we're one of the first companies in all of Vancouver to have a net zero renovated home completed. Uh, we're just moving that client into their new home, their renovated home in Vancouver, uh, the end of this month. And we have several other projects like that on the go. And we're really excited about being part of that initiative of um, not just provincially, but here in Vancouver, Greater Vancouver. Uh, the municipalities are wanting the older homes to be brought up to the new standards. Mm-hmm. So, so people can actually sort of create more energy than they use with their home. Or balance it out so there's an equality there. Yeah. And it just comes down to, you know, how they use their home. But we're talking in terms of the basics of heating and cooling. Um, and, you know, what does it actually take to where your house doesn't need heating and cooling? We're so used to a home being, uh, oh, it's, it's, it's hot in the summer, it's cool in the winter, there's an imbalance in different rooms, the basement's colder than the upstairs, all of that. But if a house is built properly or renovated completely, uh, then those imbalances aren't there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, where does geothermal fit into this, and, and how does that work? Well, geothermal is a renewable energy source just like solar is. And so, uh, if, if a particular property or a project um, makes sense for geothermal, which is basically taking the Earth's energy uh, and then utilizing that in, uh, and transforming that into energy for the house, or today, solar is becoming a lot more uh, economical and affordable, and you are starting to see solar uh, on residential homes all throughout the city, and you're going to see more and more of that coming in the coming years. Wow, it's, it's so interesting. And what about um, houses, because we're, we're talking mainly custom homes, um, at what point can you start um, sort of reverse engineering an older home with this kind of technology? I guess it gets a little trickier. Um, it's, it's all, when we were consulting with a homeowner, if they come to us and they're looking to renovate the majority of their home, meaning that they're looking to do things in almost all rooms, Maybe they're also looking to change what the exterior looks like or the roof needs to be repaired. As soon as they start talking about the various parts of their homes that are needing to be upgraded, heating systems and so on, we're able to start right then. We don't need to reverse engineer it. We start right from the beginning and talk to them about what they can do to make that home a high-performance home, make it a uh, potentially a net-zero-ready home. It's a common question that's being asked by people who are renovating their entire house these days not just those who are building a new home and that's where the uh, planning comes into to to effect uh and you can get a 15 percent discount on all preliminary planning 
feasibility phase work. And uh, I think if they go to people listening, go to uh, myhousedesignbuild.com or you call 604-MY-HOUSE and you can sign up for one of these webinars. Uh, As I say, this Thursday, it's Home Improvements and Renovations. And February 4th, it's High Performance Renovations and Custom Homes. And uh, I guess... uh, I guess a lot of people are are learning about things, uh, things like solar energy, um, and and I. Do you feel that most people don't realize the opportunity that that is out there for their home to become more energy efficient? Um, I, I, I think people are becoming more and more educated, and they're wanting to know the differences. And it's not just about things like solar. The simple things like understanding the choices you have for the types of windows and the type of glass that you put in your home. Uh, the, the, the glass that faces a south-facing area of your home, uh, you can make that different than the north face because the south face typically is going to have the most uh, heat coming in from the sun that you want to prevent coming in or you want to capture in a different way. And technology in terms of windows, insulation, um, envelope or the building wall construction, all of those things have uh, greatly improved. Um, The challenge is, is that they don't all necessarily line up with building code and or a builder's experience. So oftentimes builders um, and in even just developing a plan for a permit, they'll put in what they call two code. And code is good. Code is the minimum. Code is what, or building code is what um, the regulators have said, this is the minimum standards you need to have in your home. And a lot of people just don't realize that those minimum standards, you can easily change those standards and have a much more energy efficient, a much more high performance home if you have someone consulting you as to what those good choices and good values are. And that's what we try and do. We provide those choices. We don't push a person in that direction. We just give them the information and education so they can see the difference in terms of both what the performance is as well as what the cost difference is. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think you just answered my next question. I was going to ask you about uh, why people should call My House Design Build team instead of just an individual uh, designer or a, a uh, drafts person or, or a general contractor? Uh, I guess well, that's, that's kind a of great, why. That's a great question, and it's actually the foundation of how I've developed our team, is, you know, I started off myself in my background as in design, and so I used to do the drafting of, for projects, um, and so I would often draw or draft for somebody, hand them those plans, and then they would hand it to a builder who would build that, and I'd go, you know, you, you didn't exactly build what we had envisioned, what we planned. And even even a set of plans and a set of specs doesn't mean that that builder is going to carry it out exactly that way. And then I've been on the receiving end of having someone give me plans that were drawn by somebody else, and then when we look at them to build them, they weren't thought through, especially in renovations of existing conditions. Uh, uh, they hadn't done enough discovery to realize there was a better way to do it or a more cost-effective way or that what they drew just wasn't possible. So we became a design-build firm for that specific reason, is that we have everybody. That whole process is in-house. And so when someone comes to us with a, whether it's a, a single room like a kitchen or a bathroom or an outdoor living space, or it's a larger project, we're able to look at it holistically. We're able to look at it not just from a, hey, what do you want this to look like? But we're able to think through how do we get there? 
How are we going to build this? What are the cost implications? Is there a better way? Is there a more expensive way? Is there a less expensive way? And we're able to do that. And most designers, draftspersons by themselves, that is not their area of expertise. They aren't the builder. So they're able to put things on page and show you good pictures, and they're able to come up with a plan, but they haven't really able to, in the beginning stages, help you budget it properly because they're not the ones that are going to build it. Uh, And so we're able to give that information right from the get-go. That's why people listening should go to myhousedesignbuild.com. Sign up for the webinar this Thursday at 7 p.m. January 28th. It's all about home improvements and renovations. And then a week later, Thursday, February 4th, high-performance renovations and custom homes. It's all part of My House Design Build team. And Graham Hugay has been our guest. Thanks so much, Graham. Great, great talking to you again. We'll see you at the webinar on Thursday. It is Vancouver Consumer. I'm Martin Strong. And when we come back, time to ask Andrew. Welcome back. It's Vancouver Consumer and time to ask Andrew. That's our segment where we ask Andrew Ferreira, the executive producer of Vancouver Consumer, uh, whatever's going on. And I know you're a big uh, chocolate drinker. You like chocolate. Well, I only like dark chocolate. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. I like, I actually like every type of chocolate. I like white chocolate, dark chocolate, medium. I just like all forms <laughs> of chocolate. And hot chocolate is also a favorite. Hot chocolate, I'm, I'm definitely partial to hot chocolate just because if you make it yourself, it's, if you know how to make it yourself with like some heavy cream and real chocolate, yeah. you'll never go back. Yeah. Never. Yeah, no, like real homemade. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, but there are two chocolate-related stories I want to talk about. The first off, and this is a little bit sad, um, Godiva. I remember when Godiva chocolate was yeah. just like the chocolate. Yeah. Like if, if you got Godiva for, you know, a Christmas or a birthday or something, you were, you were eating the good stuff. Uh, hasn't been good for them recently. And uh, by the end of March, they're going to be shuttering 128 brick-and-mortar locations. Oh, no. Including 11 in Canada. And so that those are the two locations at Richmond Center uh, and Metro Town. So uh, if you want to, you know, get your hands on some Godiva chocolate before they close their their, their physical storefronts, you know, they're not going out of business yet. Uh, they're going to be available. You know, you can still buy their chocolates from other retailers, but their their own storefronts will be shuttering. Uh, those will be closing by the end of March. Uh, and of course, that you know, more than you know, the loss of the storefronts, it, it's 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 awful for the people. You know, because add that to the list of people who have lost their jobs during this pandemic. Yeah, uh, the numbers keep going up. But when they come for the chocolate, that is bad. Yeah. Then they come for the chocolate. That's when it gets really bad. Uh, but on the flip side of things, uh, if we, if you know, that's the bottom end of the spectrum. On the top end, uh, every year since I think 2011, uh, Vancouver has had a hot chocolate festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, that started up last week, uh, and it's back on again. Uh, so if you go to hotchocolatefest.com, uh, there are 39. Uh, participating, you know, locations with their all with all different kinds of hot chocolates. You go to the website. And I'm just going to rattle off a couple of here, and you can tell me your impression of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let me see here. Well, let's go to ooh, Butter Baked Goods. They've got two hot chocolates here. Uh, number twenty three, the Nutter Butter. Ooh. Dark chocolate laced with peanut butter and butterscotch, topped with more of the same and a piece of peanut butter marshmallow. Wow. And uh, they have an after-eight hot chocolate, a nostalgic cup of hot chocolate, uh, topped with after-eight sandwich cookie, 
which is uh, a chocolate shortbread filled with an after-it chocolate and dipped in chocolate. So it's kind of a minty thing. It's a minty thing. Yeah, and mint, mint dark chocolate is, in my opinion, the best combination of things. I'm not sure how I feel about that with hot chocolate, though. Mm. I don't know if hot chocolate should be minty. <laughs> but that is one of the things that you can try out. And that's just one location. Uh, all across the city, there are plenty of uh, hot chocolate vendors, if you will. Uh, if you go to hotchocolatefest.com, it also shows you which places are doing takeout only, uh, which places are doing limited cafe, because this is still a pandemic. If you're going to go out and enjoy yourself, do it safely. Uh, this place also, uh, the website also has... Uh, on the website, places that show um, places that are serving hot chocolate with a vegan option, uh, as well as uh, places that have at least one branch or one location open late past 6 p.m. And as the pandemic has worn on, those kind of locations have kind of honestly been few and far further between. Yeah. Um, so again, that's hotchocolatefest.com. It's going up until the uh, middle of February, so you've still got plenty of time. But go out and support local business. Have some hot chocolate if that's your thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you, Andrew. Uh, that's Andrew Ferreira, executive producer of Vancouver Consumer. And when we come back, we're going to talk about your dental health and how that affects your overall health. Also in the uh, consumer news headlines, Donald Trump back to business and business not going all that well. That's coming up when Vancouver Consumer continues right after this. The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.